All right. All the beef is in the barn, I think, right? All right. Yes. Shall we? Get after it. Go, Gogs. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right. Movie the Podcast. Special off-brand birthday pick. Alex's birthday pick. Jupiter Ascending, a movie that asks and answers the question, can a movie be autistic? We're going to (laughs) find out about it tonight. Uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Coming in hot. This movie is a thing that we all witnessed. Shocking lack of trains for that joke to work. Still, <laughs> well, space trains <laughs> does have dinosaurs though. It does. It's got cathedrals in space under a under a mountain of hurricanes. Yeah, it's no cue the winged serpent. But oh, it's no, no cue no. the winged serpent. Oh, that fucking movie. We should revisit that. No, we should no. Nobody I'm should. Good. Nobody I'm, should visit I'm, or revisit that. I'm good. If we could go back in time and not watch that, I'd be fine. <laughs> yes. Like, you, you finally get the, the time machine. It's like, you could go back and kill Hitler or not watch Q the way you deserve It's the meme of that guy with the button. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Our podcast would have like nine episodes. They only made nine episodes in six years. I, I saw, I saw one of those time machine what if jokes and it was like uh, women with a time machine and the girl was going back to murder Henry Ford. And then the guy was talking to an Egyptian, and he's like, the Egyptian guy's like, wow, this vast pro shop must be a mighty god. <laughs> My favorite was uh, Men with a Time Machine, and it's like, hey, John Hinckley, Jody Foster says real men use high-caliber weapons. It's Hell like yeah. Jody said that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. All right. Uh, yeah, we watched Jupiter Ascending. I cannot wait to talk about it. I, I this is gonna be like Hell this yeah. is gonna be like Smash Brothers melee here. It's gonna be <laughs> wild. Um but anyway, before we get to the fireworks, what did you all watch this week? And I started off with the birthday boy. You can't see it, but he's got one of those little birthday hats. He's got one of those little birthday kazoos. He's got his birthday kaboom in front of him. <laughs> Alec, what banana did you kaboom. watch this week? Or banana kaboom, excuse me. <laughs> he's barely touched it. <laughs> I watched <laughs> yes, sir. four movies oh my God. this week. Go. Um, first, uh, <laughs> last night, we rewatched the new, newly available on Disney Plus joint, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Hell yeah. Which I've seen before. Yes, but I saw that it doesn't, with you. That yeah, doesn't please. stop it from absolutely slapping. Yeah, it's, a, it's um, real good. It's awesome. And it's doesn't <laughs> the sadness does not diminish oh, the second time you watch it. Oh, it's yeah. still real sad. Um and I thank uh I thank Ra. I the think Egyptian Ra God? That, yeah, the, that, the, the yeah. sun god. The Egyptian sun god that they didn't kill the villain of this. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, he can come real. back because he is maybe the best villain they've had so far. He's so fucking good. Yeah, well, he's actually, like, layered and is a character. And, like, you know what I mean? It's nice to have, like, name yeah. fucking rules in the movie. He's very good. The and he's, like, it's, I, th- I forget where I read it. It was, it was something on TikTok, I, I'm sure. Ironic like, if it was on Reddit. It was not. <laughs> nothing is nothing on Reddit is coherent enough. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> to, be, to be like this. But a, a lot of the main... A lot of the the best Marvel villains make really good points. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like 
but then they have him do something fucking crazy where it's like, oh, well, I can't cheer for him. Yeah, uh, like, but, like, like Smashers. Uh, like Killmonger. <laughs> yeah. like, or, or like every, Magneto. Every, really everything everything Killmonger did was made sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. kind of based. But, but then they have him go nuts and shoot his girlfriend for no reason. It's like, oh, well. I can't like this guy. He just killed his killed his boo because she got arrested or something. Yeah, even this is even, called operational security, sir. I mean, even Thanos. I mean, in Thanos kind of based. Even Thanos. I mean, obviously his like methodology is is wrong, but like yeah, well, God, we just found out is a fucking uh, proponent of Carl Malthus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah. This is this is another is. example of that, and I don't think it's a. Uh, I don't think it's an accident that two of the best villains they've had were both in Ryan Coogler movies. Yep. Um, cause that guy is fucking tremendous. Yeah. He was. Um, he is excellent. Uh, watched, I think it was a Netflix original from a couple of years ago. Uh, gods had watched the Mitchells versus the machines. Oh yeah. The animated. Which, was a lot uh, of fun. It was a lot of fun. And you know, I didn't realize that it was like Lord and Miller and had such a weird animation style. It's so goddamn good. Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. Got a, uh, got a wholesome Danny McBride in that movie. Yeah. He's just like a nature loving dad who doesn't understand technology and wants his kids to want to go camping with him. It's sweet. Um, but it's really good. And the animation is phenomenal and it's fucking, they do wacky shit. Just like in Spider Verse, like it's really good. It's really well done. I need to watch it. I forgot all about it. Ever since, I mean, I remember Gog's talking about it now, but I totally forgot about it. That's the problem with a lot of the Netflix originals. Like once they're not the new thing, it's just like yeah, they're done. They're <laughs> yeah. out. Of, they're like out of out of sight, out of mind. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but him, uh, Danny McBride, and Maya Rudolph play the parents. Abby Jacobson plays the sister. Uh, I think Eric Andre is like a Mark Zuckerberg esque uh, tech billionaire. Yeah, he's like every tech billionaire conglomerized into one person. I think his name is actually Mark in the movie too. Yeah, not Zuckerberg, but Mark. Uh, but that was fun. Uh, movie that's not fun, but was I enjoyed <laughs> hmm. uh, last year's Best Picture winner, Coda. Which I forgot about it. until TJ mentioned it the other day. Yeah. I well, really it, liked it. I liked it. Was it. Good. it was I good. liked it a lot. I thought it was uh really um really well done. Uh I was a fan of it. I mean I don't I don't know if it would have cracked my list last year. Yeah. It was a solid movie. It was definitely an upgrade from like fucking Green Book the year before. Like it was actually a movie I like. I watched and I was like, yeah, that was good. But I only re- I only remembered Coda because of those fucking Timothy Chalamet Apple commercials. So <laughs> they're they're helping themselves <laughs> by uh, by with their promotion. It's like, oh yeah, that movie. Yeah, Apple has like the lowest market share of all the streamies. But also they have like everything locked down on password sharing because oh is that yeah well they always no, did I mean nobody's gonna share their Apple IDs Mm-mm. like and everything yeah. to get your you you can get access to Apple TV and also my wallet and everything yeah it's if you have all that yeah. shit set up 
It's one thing I actually like now that I have two iPads now, like it's I always get when I go back to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's connected to that one fucking account. It's like very like I find it very annoying, but I understand why they do it. I don't because I have my I have an iPhone, too. So it's yeah, very I get it's it. nice and convenient because yeah. when we have the iPads, and the, we each have our iPhones and all that shit. Like it's also terrifying sometimes. Sure. Yeah. The way it like it tells you before you're doing things like when I get in my car. It like automatically sets my map for home for more. Oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Like, they know. Yeah, it's like you'll be home in forty two minutes. It's like, well, shit, yeah, I will. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Not no more. I'm going to the golf course. Fuck you. Um, what was the last thing I watched? I watched four things. What was the other one? Four things. Stupid iPhone. Oh, <laughs> uh, we watched softcore porn. Sweet beach oh, babes right. from beyond. Hell yeah! Which interesting. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, a slight deviation from your usual watching habits. It was. It was just. It was on. I forget what streaming it was on. One of those weird, like free ones. Now, like, like going deeper than like Tubi or Crackle. Right, like, right. Like Freebie or something like that, yeah, maybe. Freebie's one. Freebo. Freebie shows like fucking like titty movies. I didn't know that. Um, it might maybe it wasn't Freebie. I don't know, but yeah. this one was full on, right off the bat. Tits. Hell yeah. Bush. Like it was everything. Hell like, yeah. Like simulated sex. Well, I guess simulated. Maybe not. Yeah. Um. But it was fucking wild. The story is terrible. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was ludicrous. Um, I remember when, I, when the I was, cable. When I was uh, when I was a wee lad, you, you, you guys remember that Blockbuster like didn't rent porn, but they would rent shit like that. And I remember I used to rent fucking. I'll never forget the title. Re- Return to Savage Beach. I rented that movie like a hundred times. Very mm. very top notch film. Highly recommend it. So this movie. Here's the four top <laughs> listed wait. actors. Joe Estevez. Hell yeah. Don Swayze. Hell Joe yeah. Estevez, but Joey, wait. Joey Travolta and Burt Ward. <laughs> Bert, wait, 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 wait. Robin? Robin is in the movie? Yes. <laughs> and the unfamous brothers of several famous actors. Oh, that wasn't like fucking stage names? That nope, was like, they're, they're that, legit oh. their brothers. Joe Estevez is a sheen. Or, yeah. Well, I guess he's an Estevez. Well, but. well, the, well you know who the, the Swayze guy, the, the Patrick Swayze's brother, he's in that episode of It's Always Sunny when they're like, we're the tasty treats. He's the guy on the boat that's like, we're going to go out uh, into international yeah. waters and have <laughs> some tasty treats. That's that's Patrick Swayze's brother. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and John Travolta's brother, yeah, too. I had no idea John Travolta had brothers. That's hilarious. Like, that's, that's fucking hysterical. It's like, the, we got the fucking, it's not even the B team. We got the, like, Z team. I mean, I guarantee this movie's still better than The Fanatic, which is a movie actual John Travolta was in. That's a fair point. Yeah. Mm. That's, Shock- a, that's not the, what's the baseball movie? That's just a fan. The fan. The that fan. was pretty good, actually. Uh, so, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> The, we watched oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. What the movie? What's the movie? I think the Pat Oswalt movie. Yes. What is, what is that movie fan. called? Big, Big fan. fan. That was good. The fan was De Niro and Snipes. no. That movie sucked. And they had that. They lived in a weird pervert dimension yeah, too, yeah, where yeah. the locker rooms looked like the Crow, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. They still had door to door night sales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That movie sucked. 
Anything else, Alex? Nope. Hopefully, hopefully this continues a trend where you just watch weird, almost porn, porno. Well, <laughs> we did, we did about about a month, a month and a half ago. Uh, space babes from outer space. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, but that's that's like that's like inception compared to this. Like, wow, space babes from outer space was like a full-on story. Right, right. In this movie, like. These, these three, these three beach babes from beyond, they were they also from borrow space? their dads. <laughs> yes, oh, wow. <laughs> they borrow one of their dads like space Corvette, <laughs> but then they crash land on Earth, mm-hmm. and they these three guys that are looking for chicks find them on the beach. Hell yeah! But then there's also a. Uh, lingerie competition. Uh, as are, I'm always, yeah. every time I go to the beach. Yeah, what are you going to do? Another yeah. one. Yeah, it is something else. Um, <laughs> just not just prestige dramas and softcore pornography I for a movie. That's right. Yeah, you went yeah. from like a best, best picture nod to that. <laughs> you got to have a best picture well, winner, excuse me. You got to have a balance. You had like an Eddie Redmayne career in one week. <laughs> Gotta have some balance. Uh, Sean. I didn't watch shit. Oh, Damn. God. Hell yeah. I watched most of one thing. <laughs> okay. Back uh, to classic Cox. I watched most of one thing. In the did you watch it on your refrigerator? Yeah, yeah, yeah I watched you, it. You watched it in a reflection of a microwave at Sears. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 was on, it was on a series of buses that passed by me <laughs> earlier. No, it's, uh, those, it's those weird, like, billboard cars you see yeah. driving around. Like, was there a whole line of them. I watched most of uh, VHS 99, Shudder's original VHS 99. Uh, that that was a, a miss by Shudder. It is as run-of-the-mill as yeah. a, uh, I guess that's an anthology sort of style. Yeah, you haven't seen film. any of those other ones? No, no I hadn't. I just I feel dove like in. I, there seen, was one. No, I think it's the original. Least, you've seen at least one. Remember I showed you that one segment? It's by the guy that made the raid. Yeah. And it was about the cult. And then, yeah. like, they actually summon that fucking demon at the end. It's fucking... That's from VHS 2. So I heard that there was, like... I heard that, someone was talking about... Like, maybe it was VHS... There's another one, like... Well, the one 90, you... 86... There's, there's yeah, someone there's, that people like, actually hold in high regard, and I just picked the wrong one. They're I all bad. I mean, I think oh. that, that one, for, at least in my opinion, the one... The one that 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 segment that I showed you, and I can't remember the title of the short film, yes. but that thing is so fucking good. And if you guys remember when we watched uh, Apostle, remember I was like stoked before we because I was like that short was such a good horror movie. I can't wait till he makes a horror movie. And then fucking Apostle, you want to talk about a Netflix movie that nobody talks about? Fucking Apostles, that movie's yeah. a banger. That movie rules. So good. But anyway, yeah. sorry, sorry guys. No, I mean it's not much to talk about. VHS ninety nine sucks. Like I just yeah. it's just like it's also like what's the like I know with the one previous to that or possibly after it, the eighty four one or whatever, like I think that had like an eighties aesthetic to it, but what is it like a nineties did it it's have like, like a nineties? That like everybody was like Y two King it up and Ugh. like there was just nineties shit happening. Like it was just not good. Cause like, and, it's, it's but it's all, of, but it's still right. Like it's, I it's guess 99 South. is still 
there's still a little bit of time going on before you're getting into digital media, right? So you're not yeah, VHSs are still prominent. So it's doing the same kind of bullshit where it's all the things yeah, I guess they, are found on this one tape. Well, the worst the worst thing about all those movies is the fucking wraparound. I always think like just get rid of those. Nobody needs that shit. The wraparound is always so lame. It's it's funny because I have the same problem with anthology books that have a wraparound. I'm looking at you, Chuck Palahniuk's Haunted. Mm. Uh, the wraparound is the worst part of that book. Um, but, uh, the thing with like horror and, you know, it's funny, they, they made those, uh, what the fuck was it? It was like fear street. Netflix made them. They made three of them. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, you liked that, didn't you? Yeah, I liked it a lot. And the thing is they picked appropriate eras where it's like, you can have like a horror style. Like if you, if you did like VHS, like 1970, you could do like Euro horror stuff. You could do like you know, the early slasher kind of thing. 80s would definitely be, like, full-on slasher stuff. But, like, I don't know what identity 90, 90s horror was like. The, the New unless, metal. Well, you could it was do the new, new metal. It was the attitude era. If you did new metal horror, that would kind of be brilliant. But, like, then you're falling into, like, kind of what Psycho Gorman did, where, like, it, it like, did that weird mid-90s thing, which uh, we all, I can't say enough good things about Psycho Gorman. Well, we, we love Psycho Gorman. It's another That's movie not... that I can't stop recommending to people. Like, Psycho Gorman's not the problem here. But Psycho Gorman is probably the best movie Shudder's ever made, and I love most of their movies. But you know, I guess 90, 90s ones would all be like uh, Scream? Scream. Scream. I know what you did last yeah. summer. and yeah. uh, They're making a sequel to that again, by the way. What, a TV I know what show you, they just made. I know what you did last summer is Scream. I know what you did last summer. Oh, They're also making a Scream. Shout out to Anthony, who said, I bet the killer is the guy they killed in the beginning. And I said, that's too fucking stupid. Yeah. He was 100% right. I mean, like, yeah, those, <laughs> those movies were always just like, you know, teen heartthrobs getting slashed up by mysterious strangers. Yeah. There were, like, very, did, there was did it have any? Did it have? Did it have any of that in there? No, like, actually, it was mostly cult shit. Like it was see, mostly like. So what's the point of even like calling it? You know what I mean? Like it's stupid. Like if you're like not one, gonna. So here's a, here's one of the little vignettes. There's a bunch of dorks that are like skateboarding all the time, doing '90s like mischief, and then <laughs> a hot chick moves in across the street, and they uh, she they they witness her getting one of those. Remember one of those like Zoolander? It's in the computer, like Apple, like <laughs> yeah, computers, yeah. right? Yeah, IMAX. Uh, yeah, so she got Chris, Chris Parks had one. Yeah, well, shout yeah. out him. Uh, so she gets one of those delivered to her house, and they're like, okay, cool. And then she's like, they're watching his like the one guy's dorky brother is like rollerblading because that's a '90s things to do, like around the neighborhood. And she invites him in, and then she invites him to set up her webcam. So then they hack it using internet, which is brand new. To like spy on her, but then you're, do, spy- you're, you're doing it again. They spy you're on her. You're, you're making it sound good. Like I'm well, like, they, this sounds she, pretty good. They spy on her. She turns into a full blown Medusa, and then attacks the house and turns them all into stone. It sound that you, you know what you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded pretty good. It wasn't. They should hire you. <laughs> just like, just like, just, like just, I watch just I, a bitch shit. Me and Alec watch a lot of TikTok. And there are occasionally you come across these TikToks that are disguised as they, they, they appear on first glance to be regular TikToks, but they are very clearly ads. And mm. you would be so good at like, 
I saw this movie, guys, and like just do the synopsis, and like people are like, fuck, that movie sounds cool as shit, and then they watch it like, this movie is not. Oh, it got me again. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's Little Dick Gog 69 keeps giving me the worst movie recommendation. <laughs> but I keep going back to him. Um, uh, but I just like how he's out on Front Street about his little dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just salute and small penis, and here's the movie. Um, <laughs> But anyway, that's now I want to make a logo for Little Dick Dog sixty nine. <laughs> Just a penis with your beard. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I got jeans. Um, but no, that was that's. I, I didn't even finish it, so I'm gonna probably dive into well, some other I was gonna terrible say, horror movies. It. Don't finish it. There's so many ones with just fun, but there's like Death Spa. There's stuff with just fun looking well, you covers. Death Spa before. Did I've never watch watched Death Spa. Spa. No. Oh, I that sounds did. awesome. It does sound awesome. It, it, it's fun. Yeah, it's really it bad. But it's, it's not as good as Chopping Mall, but it's like, no, oh, it's, what is? It's but, Sean, yeah. isn't there another one that's very close to Death Spots? Well, Death Spa, I think, has two separate names also. Oh, okay. It's one of those. Yeah, uh, is, that's it. TJ. Uh, I watched uh, one film and uh, two TV shows I want to talk about briefly. Mm. Uh, the one film I watched was called Soft and Quiet. It's fucking awful. Is that the 9-11 one? No. That's incredibly no. loud and something. Super yeah. close. Oh, Super close it. and quiet. So Soft and Quiet is, and, and stop me if you heard this one, but it's another fucking horror TikTok recommendation. And man, oh, man, those guys miss a lot. Uh, this is a movie. Well, they think, they think everything is great is the yeah. problem. Yeah, they do. Like it's every like movie Nintendo is Power awesome. Magazine. Yeah, this is what you just tried to set. This is what you just tried to pitch me on. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but you'd be paid yeah, but for I'm it. saying you'd be great at it because, like, I could give you this premise and you'd spit it back out and you'd make it. Even if you didn't like the movie, you still make it sound anyway. Go ahead. Uh, Soft and Quiet is a movie about a bunch of Nazi women who get pissed off at two. Uh, I believe they're Asian American people for literally no reason. And then they torture and murder them. That's the entire movie. Um, now I love my wallow in the muck movies. Like we've established this. It's, it's, I love them, you know, but this movie has nothing going for it. Like what era, all. what is it taking place current, during current the, day? Current oh, day. current Nazis. So here's the problem too. Like right away. And it's weird because I didn't know, like, I don't know how to put this. I don't know if the writing was like really bad or if it's kind of like spot on because like the beginning they're literally like oh the the one like the 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 um the gimmick of this movie is that it's all in real time. The whole movie, it's an hour and a half, but everything that happens happens in real time. Um but anyway, so the beginning of the movie opens up and these women this the the head Nazi chick, you don't know she's a Nazi at first is like a substitute teacher. And she's like, I'm going to have this club meeting with my friends and blah, blah, blah. And they have this club meeting and, and she brings a pie and she, she opens up like the pie. It's like a, a, like a cover. You can't lose the talking pie. It's the heart of the picture. <laughs> <Heart of the, laughs> <laughs> um, by God, you did it again. Uh, but uh, anyway, so she takes off the cover of the pie and it, there's a fucking swastika in the pie. So then you're like, Oh, okay. Like, this is fucking weird. And then, like, there's a new person in the group, and she ought to, she's like, oh, this is fucked up. I shouldn't be here. But then they start talking, and she gets kind of indoctrinated. 
But the, my problem is, like, right off the bat, like, they, they don't sound like people. They just go through all the talking points. Now, here's my my kind of confliction in my head, because I've listened to enough conservatives talk, and that is all they go through. They go through the NPC, like, you know, chart of all the stupid talking points that they have. So, like, I don't know if it's clever satire against, like, right-wing people or it's just really bad writing. It's hard to discern from. But either way, like, there's there's really, like, nothing to this movie besides it's, like, shock. And, like, it's interesting because, like, I, I feel like the messaging of this movie I, I like a lot because I hate fucking conservatives and, and white supremacists, obviously. But, like, there are subtle things within the storyline that I enjoy, like how these people, the, this group of women, create the entire problem. Like, everything that they do is their fault, and they instigated the entire thing, but they're constantly, like, full of self-pity, and, like, they're blaming other people for shit that they did. Because literally what happens is, they, after this meeting, they get kicked out of their meeting hall because, like, somebody's like, hey, you're doing Nazi shit, get the fuck out of here. And they go to one of this, this one of the women in the group owns a uh, liquor store, and they go there and they start in, uh, uh, they, they get in an argument because they're acting like dickheads to these two Asian American people. And they get in their heads that they were wronged by them. So they're going to go prank their house and the prank goes horribly wrong. And I don't know. But the thing is, like, again, the movie just has like nothing besides like shock. And I don't, it's just not enough for like, it's just, it's just Nazi women doing terrible things. And then like, them crying about doing the terrible thing and then the movie's over and it's like i i actually almost like watched that movie just because i was how did you even come across it it was on it was on the plex isn't it oh it is on the plex no i think it was on it was either on hbo or was on shutter maybe and i Uh, saw that and i just read the like the one line on it is just like a group of like like elementary school teachers like have a mixer and I'm like what could that possibly be about? Yeah. Oh, I did. I think I saw. I think I saw that exact description on. I think it was on Plex. I was yeah. looking yesterday or yeah. the day before for something to watch. And I and I thought before like I kind of went into this pretty blind. And I thought like there was a, a story that happened a few years ago where like uh, a group of teachers had a party and then it was like I believe it was all white white teachers and then the one black person ended up dead the next day and it became I forget the name of the lady that died but it became like a huge story and they, it kind of like it seems real fucking suspicious and I thought that's what this movie was about I thought it was like a Sean what's the name of that fucking Altman movie that's like about the fucking column Elephant is that the name of that movie? The that's Com- a Gus Van Zandt movie uh, Gus Van Zandt excuse yeah. me but that movie is about Columbine but it's not like called Columbine or whatever. Like I thought that's what this right. They didn't about. want to have to pay the rights fees, <laughs> right? And there was a movie that came out a few years ago that was about the fucking Aurora shooting, which I didn't watch. But I thought that that was that's what this was about, but it wasn't. And I can't really recommend it. Like I, I think everybody, like I think the actors involved did all they could, but there's just no, there's no like meat to this movie. And it's like, well, I'm like, yeah, it's horrible, but like, like I don't know. You get you don't gain anything from this movie. Like that you're at the same, like when you realize they're all Nazis, you're like, Oh fuck these people. And then by the yeah. time it's all over, you're like, Oh fuck these people. Like I didn't try to make you sympathize with them. Not at all. No. Oh, okay. No, if anything, it makes you just hate them more and more and more. Cause like the other, the other, like there's no real backstory to any of them besides the head Nazi lady. And you find out that her brother is like a rapist. And it's like, I don't know. It's and killer of women. 
Yeah. Uh, no, he was Charles S. Dutton. Um, from from the movie Alien Three. Just to be clear, <laughs> just to be clear, before we slander, <laughs> yeah, Christ. rock. Yeah, well, he was a killer of man. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, he, that was like backstory in Rock too, wasn't it? Well, it's a backstory uh, in his real life. Isn't no, it? Rock. He was a garbage man. Oh, did he really kill somebody in real life? Yeah, I yeah. believe Charles S. Dustin oh, actually murdered yeah. someone, or maybe manslaughtered them. Nice. Uh, the Rock, not The Rock, but Rock, uh, took place in Baltimore, Maryland. That show. That's correct. I think he's from Baltimore. That's oh, where the murders happened. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, the other thing, I, the other two things I watched briefly, both I really liked other than Soft and Quiet, which I didn't like at all. I watched a, a show that all of y'all need to watch because I know y'all sensibilities and you're very much like me. You love that sort of dry, LEG-esque, fake mockumentary, Christopher Guest-esque kind of comedy. There's a show on Netflix called Kunk on Earth, and it's about this dumbass reporter that's trying to, like, you know, there's, like, uh, what was the name of that documentary series with uh, Neil deGrasse? It's called, like, Planet Earth or something, where they're, yeah, like, Cosmos. Cosmos. Cos- yeah. But wasn't there one called Planet Earth, too? It there was. was. Like, Probably. There was. Yeah. But it was. There was but, a planet called Earth. But it's I holy shit! Where, it's where you put your stuff. <laughs> it's one, of my favorite, stuff. one of my favorite lines from the tick. Um, he was driving around Galactus in a big golf cart. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, so this this show is about this fucking idiot. The reporter's name is Kunk, uh, and she's she's like d- discussing these like huge like you know like the discovery of language. Like, she's a fucking idiot, and she's interviewing, like, real fucking, like, experts and just telling her that it's, oh, it's like an them, Ollie G kind like of Like an Ollie G type thing, but saying, like, the dumbest fucking qu- – like, she says something like um, – so when when uh, written word was, was invented, was that something that was going to stick around, or was that just a flash in the pan, like, rap metal? And, like, the, the fucking like, – the experts just like doesn't know what to say, and it was like, well, well, no, it, it's we still use the written language. Something uh, okay, so nothing like rap metal, like it's shit like that. It's fucking hilarious. I watched the first three episodes. I think there's only like five episodes of it, but it is it is hilarious. Like the second episode is about religion, which is great. Like I, you gotta watch it. Uh, Kunk on Earth, not a great title, but very funny. Uh, I also watched. Um, the first three episodes of The Last of Us, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, they change enough where it's like, as someone that played both the games and, like, really loved both the games, I feel like I can watch it, and I'm still not exactly sure what they're going to do with it. Uh, the first episode is just the fucking game. The first episode is literally just the first couple hours of the game. But is the third episode is as good as everybody's going on about? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because they took a character... Did you ever play the game, Sean? I played the first one for a bit. I never got fully into uh, it. So the villain of the first game is kind of one note, and they fleshed him out. They did exactly what you should do in an adaptation where you have a lot more time, and you're yeah. not, you know, going, like, level to level to kill things. Like, they made him, like, a character instead of just, like, this villain that he was in the video games. And it's fucking excellent. And it's, it's what's his name, uh, Nick Offerman. Nick, Nick Offerman. Offerman. And Nick Offerman's like a fantastic, like, dramatic actor on top of being a great comedic actor. But it, it's really good. The show's really good. Pa- Pablo Pascal is great. Um, Bella Ramsey is like really good as Ellie. Um, 
I I love it. I think it's it's like right up there with like the best like HBO stuff. Like they they just they when they want to, man, they can crank out a quality product. Like it looks great. Uh, I feel like they get the tone perfectly. It's really good. It's frustrating to watch because then you're like, why was the Uncharted movie so bad? Like, just mm. why didn't you just hire all these people? Like, I I know it's a different tone, but like they obviously like saw Last of Us and was like, oh, okay, we'll nail that tone. Like. Well, I mean, that. you get a lot more room to breathe in a series. Like, an Uncharted series would probably be good, right? Make an Uncharted series. It'd be great. Like, I mean, I'm sure it'd be way expensive. But, like, I'm just saying that, like, totally that Uncharted Their train movie. budget would be insane. Yeah. But I really, really like The Last of Us. I think I think even if you've never played the game, I think you'd really like it because I think the narrative is really strong. Um, but I was watching... It's a really good T- show. TJ might have seen it. it. Made me think of it when we're talking about Charles Dutton in Baltimore for a second. It was like a um, a kind of exploration about how Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of fumbled their opportunity to make a, a social statement. And the ladies yeah. like, uh, well, Bucky had spent enough time in Wakanda to know where Negroes congregate, so he goes to Baltimore to find Isaiah Bradley, and it just made me laugh really hard when she said it. Jesus. <laughs> That's a show in Al was talking about where it's like, man, they just made the villains like sympathetic and then it's like let's just blow up a daycare like for what yeah yeah i still like that show overall but yeah there there's they there wasn't there was moments that they could have a they could have had a rewrite on a, a lot of that stuff but uh i'm excited exciting. for that that hbo gritty mario kart show yeah oh that, that snl thing is great it's a me what's his name kurt russell's son is very good in uh the winter oh, Wyatt. Show. yeah that guy that kid's gonna be a good actor or is a yeah. good actor, I should say. Uh, I, will, right. I will go down swinging that that weird Nazi movie he's in is really good. You love that fucking movie. I do. Overlord? Is that the name Overlord. Of that? It shouldn't oh, yeah. work, but I really enjoy that, the fuck that out of it. That fucking Wolfenstein expansion pack movie? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> let's, let's be fair. It's a Call of Duty movie. It's like they couldn't get the rights to Call of Duty, and they're like, fuck it, let's do it. Um, we're going to do, do this Call of Duty bonus game. That's what Wyatt, we're doing. Wyatt Russell's also in a very cool, good episode of uh, Black Mirror. Oh, one 100%. Of, yeah, one of, the, one of the few good American episodes. But uh, anyway, all right. It's that, it's that time. It's that, because that's everybody, it's right? Everybody time. Right? Uh, we, Gogs, I, 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 I'm a little scared. Gogs. Ah. What okay. happened? What, what what doesn't happen in Jupiter ascending? Um, here we go. I do the voice. Uh, I can't. I can't do the. I can't do the Eddie Redmayne oh. House of Granola or whatever the name well, of their company is. You'd have to whisper half of everything. We open on Earth. I thought of Sean as I was watching this movie. I think of Sean a lot anyway. But uh, I, I, I had. I had the subtitles on because I literally, I, I my TV was up like full blast. But when Eddie Redmayne was on screen, I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? I had to turn the subtitles on because he just, he just kind of mumbles. She's a whisper dork. Yeah, he's doing something. He's doing it. it, But the the thing you're doing with your voice, Sean, it's true. Like, he kind (laughs) of, like, he's got this, like, kind of rhythm. He's like a theremin, but a person. (laughs) (laughs) 
Dons will appreciate awful. this. I forget what uh, like West Coast hip hop album it's on, but there's a there's a skit where it's like you shouldn't have done that, and it's like, well, I did. So get in the fucking van. That's the voice, and I don't know exactly how to describe it, but anyway. Hmm. So, anywho, uh, the movie opens, I guess, and uh, I forget what we learn about first. If it's about uh, the house of Braxex, or it's just about the fact that Jupiter Jupiter Jones was a, born. Of, Braxis uh, is uh, a play on that 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 Jesse Ventura word. What was that movie that we watched? A Braxis. A Braxis. I don't know. It's, it's, the same, it's, the, it's the same word. Is it the same word? I thought well, they changed is, it slightly. This is a bra a a b r a abrasax 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 does I don't care. Waxy so, sax. That was so, the it definitely it definitely has an X in it because I had the subtitles on too. Jesse Ventura shows up na- uh, half naked in a little boy's room in that movie. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but uh, so now anyway. Uh, so Jupiter Jones is born of a of a of a Russian uh lady dork in a in an English space a dork. Russian lady dork. <laughs> and they get together and they have Jupiter and then uh but while they're getting ready to have Jupiter, uh I guess the KGB comes in and does a little neck stomping on everybody it, and takes it, us takes his unclear. science tube. I, I, did anybody else feel like you missed something as to why you're getting The entire rated? movie is like, did I miss something? <laughs> because everyone, the entire movie, everybody's like perfectly okay. Like later in the film, when uh, that 70s show quotes like, I don't know, part subsection C of the royal code of like how you're not supposed to kidnap me. Like she just learned this shit 15 I minutes ago. I assume somebody fed her that line, but go ahead. All right. So anywho, uh, the KG- yeah, they get they get like raided for some reason, right? Like like the bad guys from Hawkeye show up and they fucking take the science tube and all their stuff. And since the space dork loves the Jupiter science tube so is much, a telescope. That's correct. Uh, Thank you, Sean. I legit <laughs> didn't know what he meant by that. <laughs> they shoot. They gut check Dad with a forty five, and then then that sends Jupiter's mom onto a steamship to go to America. Uh, by the 1940s. Uh, so then yeah, she's, she's like Fievel. Yeah, then she's yeah. born Shout on out a, the Fievel. Shout out to Fievel. Uh, she, she's born uh, under a pale moon to her aunt who might be a witch, and now they wash toilets in New York? No, Chicago. 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 Uh, so now she's in Chicago cleaning bathrooms, and she hates her life. Uh, she says as much to the screen. And uh, that's all well and good until you find out about a little internal feuding in House of Brassics between Balim and uh, Steve and Kalik. Uh, and they're all upset about their inheritance because they need to reapeth the goo from uh, inhabited planets where they seeded humans uh, yeah. millennia ago. Because uh, this whole movie is about an essential oils company that somehow <laughs> runs the galaxy. Uh, well, so they, now, they, they're, they're like, they're like kind of like space vampires because they have to live off. Like they, they, they feeding off this living energy perpetuates their life. 
for like indefinitely. Well, not just their life. They sell it to everyone else. Because what's yeah. his name? Uh, Ed Stark says that he can't afford his daughter's treatments to get like rejuvenated. Can so that's we talk why about the Wachowski's weird obsession with explaining why vampires exist in all of their movies? This you is know at what? least the second time this has come up. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You're right because they had him in the Matrix too, right? Yeah, yeah. They probably were speed racer, but we just didn't see them. Also, uh, um, it, speaking of it, I texted this in the group thing. Like, this movie is uh, concerned with explaining real life plot holes, like what happened to the dinosaurs. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it. They got repeninged. Um, so, so now Mila Kunis is off doing her thing, and she wishes for a greater life beyond the stars. And the stars are like, hey, we're gonna turn that planet into goo eventually. And uh, simultaneously, somehow her cousin convinces her to sell her eggs but give him 60% of the cut for reasons I don't understand. Well, the the reason is, and I I think this is, like, meant to be obvious, the the original Matrix movies are movies uh, about, in in some regard, how they feel about capitalism. Uh, This movie is much more expressly so. And okay. the cousin even says, hey, that's capitalism. Shit rolls uphill. Profits roll down or whatever, however yeah, he yeah. clumsily phrases it. But yeah, I mean, that is that is a thing, but there is no vector in which his involvement is required. He's so anyway, the, he's the idea, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? Good on him if he sold it for 60 percent of her eggs. So anyway, she goes. She wants that telescope, both. Right. So she cleans the toilet of this one broad who's rich and fancy. And she's trying to like nail herself a fancy bow, uh, but she's using that name at the egg spot. Uh, so when they do the DNA testing, cause all DNA testing gets broadcast out to the realms of space, uh, all of the rest <laughs> of the universe finds out that she has been the recombinated, well, cause all the planets have been seeded by the same humans. So. Every once in a while, all the genes come back into a line, and that's effectively reincarnation. So she is the reborn what's, cellular what, entity what's of the, the mother of the queen of of the essential oils company. And because now she is part of Earth, that screws up Eddie Redmayne's claim to Earth yeah. in his like in his Warhammer 40 gay castle in the center of Jupiter <laughs> because he wants to like. <laughs> He wants to reap in the earth because it's the most useful place for I'm, juice. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say Warhammer 40 gay? Because I, I laughed did. at that. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so now, so now she's so so they sent. Now we get introduced to the various mutants. So there's uh, so you got Titus and Calic are like the brother and sister who are not Balim. Calic. And, Calic, by the way, and I, I feel like this is almost like, did anybody else think Calic looked a lot like Carrie Fisher? I thought no. she looked really she looked very familiar, but I couldn't place her. I thought she looked so much like Carrie Fisher in this. I was like, I wonder if they did that on purpose. No, I did not. I thought she looked like that blonde girl, Anna Camp. Oh, I could see that. Who's Anna Camp? I don't know. Familiar. She's from the Pitch Perfect movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And other stuff. She wasn't in X, was she, or is that the other one? No, I don't think so. One of the the lead in X, the ones on the cover, she was also in Pitch Perfect. Anyway, um, so so now, uh, eh, so Mila Kunis is a goddess of corporations reborn. So Titus has sent a wolfman by the name of uh, 
Kane-wise. Kane-wise and his jack-of-all-trades Jet Set Radio grind boots go to God, they fucking love these boots. These boots are like everything, though. These These boots are awesome. What can't these boots do? The the boots though, like I feel like the boots are like a central part of every scene that they're in. It's every like, bo- every <laughs> scene is boot focused. Like they burn through cuffs, they save you from everything. So anyway, he shows up and he's got his like he's got his shield and his whatever. And then there's there's a there's a lady with hair on a on a space bike. A and there's lady, another lady guy lady with hair. And then there's another one, <laughs> and they're all trying to get her. But then he wolfmans it out and beats their dicks off. Uh, and now <laughs> he has <laughs> saved her and he takes her to now Chicago is destroyed in the process because other people show up more science jerks in, in spacecrafts and well, like aliens. The, what do they call the, the aliens? The, the grabbers, the, the grabbers, something the keepers. like that. The keepers? I don't think you mentioned that the keepers like this movie is hilarious because it has like some really crazy in it. It has yeah. some really great like designs, and then just like ah, whatever. Like yeah. the, the the grabbers are they look like grays. They look like grayons. But then like the other the, like hunters just look like big dragon lizard men. And it's yeah, just, there's like, gargoyles and there's all sorts like, of shit. And like, like they, they just like got like a unity flip. And they're like, eh, whatever. Like, just like throw this shit in there. I guess. And they got, did yeah. anybody spend a, an inordinate amount of time trying to figure out how those uh, dragon men put those jackets on? Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they, but they had like multiple jackets too. They like yeah, vests. they they, they also, did the drip. Uh, one thing I did like about the, the lore of this movie is that um, the like there's the so main, much of it. Well, the no uh, main villains are all humans. They're like they yeah. they're like highly yeah. evolved humans. So I thought that was kind of that, like that's like Dune esque in a weird way. Well, the whole way. place is thick with humans, and they're like yeah. just looking down on like the primitive humans of Earth. So now, so like Kane Wise is half wolf, all boot, and he's saved Mila Kunis. He's also half albino. However, that happens. and he's been and he's been de-winged. From being yeah, part he's also, of the he, in addition to being a, a wolf man special ops guy, he's also possibly an angel. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So then they go see his other angel friend, Ed, uh, Ned Stark, and that's where you find out that Mila Kunis is the queen of the bees because bees represent they recognize royalty. Game recognize game, I suppose. Yeah. So bees, it, for some reason, bees recognize royalty. Uh, well, it, it's not like I mean, it, it's bees, not that bees always they have a hive and a queen structure. Yeah, uh, and you uh, guys, you guys don't get a lot, do you? We don't. We don't uh, get much. No, I don't get. Well, I, to, I, to enjoy this movie, I'll, I'll put it. You have to have like an a priori understanding that this plot is stupid. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I, you just have to deal with it. Like otherwise, you're going to be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, Fair. so, so, Kane is hired by Titus, and Titus jacks her into space. <laughs> yeah, uh, but before that happens, the, Get ready the, to the, son. <laughs> the Aegis, the Aegis, the Aegis, whatever, Aegis, Aegis, basically yeah. like the internet, like the intergalactic space bureaucrats get to have their time to They're shine. The police, where she gets well, not just the police, because she gets tattooed and, well, and gets all her paperwork. Specifically, the police. Well, fine, but they go yeah. back to they go to like they go to the space DMV. And they run her around, and they try and get all of her paperwork in order, 
with a guy whose face is floating off his face. And this is this is the scene that was directed by Terry Gilliam. Uh, if you that, couldn't tell. Yeah, it was, yeah. No, they, I get it. And then so she gets through all that, and she sort of figures out what the international space laws are. But now Titus wants to marry his mom so that, that she can get whacked off, and then he can get the claim to Earth because Balaam wouldn't accept his trade among them. He, like, he tried to, like, do, like, like, when I used to get scammed in elementary school for giving away my good baseball cards because nobody, I didn't know shit about fuck, and people were like, oh, I'll give you this for that, and then I'd lose a Daryl Strawberry. He was trying to pull that on Balaam, but Balaam whispered his way through that deal and said, no, thank you. Meanwhile, like, I find out about Kayleek in the goop because she gets old you, and young. If you, I, you sort of mentioned it, but, like, it isn't, the way you phrase it was, like, a little curious. It like she is the genetic reincarnation of their mother, the three siblings. Like that is not, correct. Yeah. So the Queen this, of the Essential Oils Company. Right. This scene is him offering to marry his mother. That's exactly a, what I said. Okay. Sorry. Yes, and they're gonna have they're gonna have like modern day weird porn situations. Uh, also, happening. uh, Titus, right? Titus, uh, is introduced in a PG 13 movie by literally having like a floating space or Oh, yeah, he's, I, having, I, yeah, he's having like, he's in like a sex cyclone, much, like in much, the middle. And then like, he has like, much like, respect for that. And like his like human pan hybrid comes in and is like, oh, by the way, we found her. He's like, excellent. And he just jizzes. Yeah. So anyway. That, that, throw, human, that human pan hybrid's really hot. Is that Carrie Washington, I think? It's, it's very yeah. I don't know. But then Kane gets double-crossed. He gets jacked out a window. I don't know. Ned Stark fucking did some shit. But then he, like, triple-crosses everybody, and he's like, let's come back after it. So then Titus sets up a Clone Wars wedding where all the clones just need to witness the wedding uh, while they're getting there. Like, they're having a very East Baltimore tattoo ceremony to uh, make sure their nuptials are permanent. Uh, And then uh, Kane – no, wait. I missed the whole part because Kane gets jacked into the into the, into space and somehow he gets a suit gooped on him. But then and he kicks the suit out of the wall as he's going. Like right, and his like space boots blaze off his cuffs. Then he puts the suit on, and then Ned Stark and them find him, and then they chase him. And then there's this weird defense matrix where I guess there's no laws for this essential oils company because they just throw up a wall of space mines or space invaders or something. In front of what well, like so so Ned Stark and 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 C Tates get into like Gundams and fly at this like uh, space church to interrupt the space wedding. It's, it's uh, they're less Gundams and more the fucking the weird sort of uh, Robotech mechs that they had in Near Automata. If you ever played that game, that's yeah. what I was trying to. I was going to yeah. ask you what is it because there's that that wing design is like very specific, yeah, that, like mechanical, like feather type in, thing. In the very beginning of Near Automata, you're in this. It, it turn it's a shmup at first, and then like you turn into these robots. It looked almost exactly the same. I don't know. I don't know that. I think I feel like Near came out after that, but yeah. Long. So they interrupt the space wedding, but then now what happens? Balam somehow gets a hold of Mila Kunis. Well, he gets her family. Like That's right. She, he kidnaps her family because she wants to go back to Earth. But now all of the Russian immigrants are going to get turned into puddles unless she sides <laughs> over Earth to Balam. And she's like, all right, I'll do it for love or whatever. And I guess from a from a storytelling perspective, 
like Mila Kunis's like strong female character is all is very emotionally intelligent and isn't a big punch a douche. Like she's very big on just talking things through and being reasonable. So I guess that's sort of a plus. Uh, she's but the just rest a of the janitor, as far as she knows. So yeah, right. But like she's not like. You know, she's she 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 doesn't like rise to the occasion of being like some sort of action badass. She's just using no. her heart the entire time, which I think is part of what they're trying to go for. In her intense horniness. Yes. yes. Oh my god, is she horny? Oh, oh my god, so she's instantly horny for this wolf person. It, 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 it's. I mean, we'll get into it later, but yeah, it's one of the parts of the movie I have the most problem. Like, but it's to like be fair. I was instantly to, horny. She for wants the wolf to person. like the, the like romance they try to push in this movie just doesn't work. At it is all. phenomenally unearned. Well, <laughs> so, well, he is Channing Tatum, but like the funniest part is that like he says to her directly, like I have more in common with an actual dog than a human, and she's. <laughs> Like I don't fucking care. No, 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 no. no. I love dogs. I've always loved dogs. I love dogs. There you go. And then he leaves, and she says it to nobody. Yeah, she says it to us. So (laughs) she lets the audience know she's horny for dogs. So now, so now Eddie Redmayne is taking Eddie Redmayne is taking her back to his his science castle under all the hurricanes of Jupiter. Oh, he lives in hell. Yeah, he lives yeah. in he lives in fucking Mustafar or whatever. Uh, yeah, like so, uh, he's over in East St. Louis, and the the rest <laughs> of the the rest of the I don't know space police can't break through the walls of uh, hurricanes that are made of Jupiter. So then something happens, and the 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 oh like the containment fields breach or something, and now all the juice is loose and the place is exploding and people are evacuating. So Channing Tatum, like he, he, he skiffles his way in on his space boots and like saves her with portals. And Eddie Redmayne just plunges to the center of the earth, like the emperor. And now Eddie, and he gets, then, then C. Tate's gets his wings back and, and she's still a janitor, but she's also the queen of the earth. But miss me with that, because if you make me the queen of the earth, you best believe I'm not going to clean toilets no more. And that, but now she has like a weird, uh, uh, you know, intergalactic love affair with Channing Tatum and his flying dog ass. Um, but everyone can be made to forget because of a, uh, a planet-wide uh, Men in Black gun. Yeah, they have the planet-wide. Also, they can just rebuild entire cities because, like, but they're driving away. Like the whole city just gets reconstructed. Like shit's wild. Yeah, and they they write that off with like, well, it's good, it's good to be the queen of space. It is. <laughs> I love how they write the off the, right off the Men in Black thing. They're like, well, some people will remember, but nobody believes them. It's like, okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> it's like that episode of Futurama. Where they, they let the one reporter come to Area Fifty One, but everything he shoots is out of focus and off center. Right. <laughs> so uh, this is like uh. Yeah, I wrote down some notes. I used some of them already. Here's one. This whole movie is an intergalactic bureaucratic procedural with an impenetrable set of rules that all of the characters simultaneously both completely understand and yet have no reaction to the consequences of their actions. Um, this movie did remind me of that joke that from later Simpsons that we always talk about where they're making fun of the Phantom Menace and like they fucking it's actually where we get tabled from. Yeah, it's like they, they break into the Senate meeting, and it's like a, it's an ATS team. It's like I'd like to make an amendment to the like that. 
they, they like, I, I, I so realize procedural I'm shit. on an <laughs> island with this, and I'm fine with that, but, like, I enjoy all the, like, space bureaucracy nonsense in this because they just fucking lean into it. Like, they, there is no, like, pretense that this movie is not a movie about weird fucking, like, uh, estate taxes, entitlement reforms yeah, and it, shit. It's just so, like, it's, it's weird. weird. It's fucking weird. It's a weird thing to, like, hinge your fucking script on. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, I like, should, as much I, as I hated the Phantom Menace for doing it, like, this movie doesn't even, like, if you told me that the Wachowskis were making a parody of the Phantom Menace, be like, oh, okay, I, I get that. But yeah, I don't think that's what they're doing. Yeah, it's uh. Gogs, what are your other notes? Uh, I bet Sean Bean regrets surviving in this film. Uh, more like I do like that his daughter gets AIDS apparently because he just goes, (laughs) she got the bug, not explained or elaborated on. But she couldn't get dipped, so that's why he did what he did. Oh boy. Um, let's see. Uh, what else I got here? This movie feels like there's 20 hours of footage on the floor of some editing room because what the actual fuck. So, like, th- so this movie, right, uh, in is like a trilogy of movies where every act is its own movie. Like her discovering who she is and dealing with the sister who never comes back uh, is one movie, hmm. and then the weird marriage section and Wait, the space DMV. She, she had a sister. No, the sister of the Abraxas Corporation. Oh yeah, she, yeah, she just doesn't ever show back. Caleb never just comes back. Yeah. The uh the marriage part with Titus is a movie unto itself, and then the final showdown in Hell is a movie unto itself. But because they only got funding for one movie, they said fuck it, put it in, and they put all of it together. And yeah. it's uh, it, I, I, we a said it last unwieldy. week. We said it last week, but I think initially this was a twelve hundred page script. Yeah, that they pared down to like two fifty. I mean, it feels like that, right? Because there's so much that just like you go from scene to scene. It's like everyone's got like all this other knowledge. Like, where did that come from? And I guess like show don't tell, but this is like show and don't even come close to being able to hammer out how. But they do tell a lot. They like explain shit that doesn't need to be said. Yeah, but the stuff that you want to know what the hell's happening just that's just figured out. I appreciate that the um. The elephant face man is named Nesh. Like I didn't notice that the first oh, like, time I watched the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alec, what was your favorite part of this movie? Please say the science. <laughs> My favorite part Alex, was, I was the setting him up for. It. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> sorry, I liked. Alec. I liked all the uh, the tax talk. <laughs> Me too. It is tax season. It's tax season. Like we get refunds soon, hopefully, and. And Alex, you're good at math, so you know. Yeah, yeah. And I like I like them talking about tax rates and <laughs> and all that kind of stuff and bartering like planets. Jupiter um, ascending, sponsored by H and R Block. <laughs> I like when Mila Kunis drops of the vial or like the thing and shatters it, and it was like. They killed four hundred people. people for that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And they're like, I oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. She's like, Oh my god, she's losing her shit. <laughs> yeah, she dropped all that slurm. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this yeah. movie's awesome. The vial of like four hundred people. Like, ah, oh, well, they just <laughs> purified them, dehydrated them, rehydrated them. <laughs> easy come, easy go. Um. I appreciate uh, also also in Futurama when when Professor oh, yeah. uh, the professor gets three hundred dollars and he uses it to buy stem cells <laughs> to make himself look younger 
And it's just, he just starts rubbing them on his face. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the Wachowskis for putting a bare naked ass and an orgy scene in a PG 13 movie. Also, the sister is very attractive and a uh, great ass as uh, Al Pacino would say. Apparently she's in like a bunch of Wachowski stuff. She's in that Netflix show that nobody watched. Oh, uh, Sense 8. Sense 8, yeah. Uh, which a bunch of comic book nerd friends of mine said was good and I was like, nope, I'm not watching that. There's the same people that watched a lot of CW shows and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ass. <laughs> I ain't watched it. That's the same people that told me to watch Green Arrow. I watched two seasons of that. I was like, oh no. Oh, oh Green Arrow sucked. It was so yeah. bad. Even the, even, even three the, season, two seasons. Even, even the Flash two. was better than that for a little bit. Well, you and me watched The Flash. We watched it the first episode, I think, together. We're like, this is pretty good. And then we watched it and it was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. That Arrowverse is trash. Not, and, and then I remember, like, I, I you probably saw this too, Alec, on TikTok. People were like, why doesn't the DC, the movies just do this? And they should, so I guess they did crisis on infinite earths in the Arrowverse, And it looked like fucking dog shit. It's like, yeah, I wonder why they're not doing it. Yeah. It looks terrible. Uh, anyway. Um, I, I agree. I, I hear what Sean's saying about to appreciate this movie. You got to just, just turn your brain off to this God awful story. But like, I, I can't, I don't know. It's like I appreciate how ridiculous it is, but like I mean, it's not any more stupid than like a Star War. Like no, it's yeah. ambitious. I mean, it, it kind of is though. <laughs> like, In what I way? I, 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 I mean, it's as stupid as the prequels. Well, yeah, but I hate the prequels. Yeah, so that's a bad example. Um, I don't know. It like this. Like I don't feel like. A New Hope and Empire are stupid like this. Like, they don't... It's more, like, about just, like... And it's also faster. Like, it just kind of moves. It doesn't I mean, I like, don't know if you... I mean, it doesn't, like, get bogged down by the minutiae of all this, like, nonsense, like, explaining why bees... Well, no, like, like if I you're mean, devil's advocate, though... Random like, farm boy is a son of famous space wizard, has hereditary magic powers, an old man who just by happenstance has happens to be exiled down the street from him and like you know when that first movie came out there wasn't that whole like oh he's there to protect him or whatever you know what i mean like it's pretty dumb like it's a it's a story i I understand it's just simpler but but again like like, new hope doesn't like that it just moves it's just like it doesn't like it doesn't sit around and talk about all this that's the biggest problem with this movie is just they can't can't stop fucking talking about everything like they just like, I think it would, it would be better for me if they didn't have, like, every other scene is all this exposition about, like, this and that. And this, it's like, all right, like, I, I don't care. Like, oh man, I it, love that shit. I love the, oh no, the, the fucking, like, the English words that they use that they make really hard to say, like, <laughs> Geronger engineering or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. they could just say gene engineering. It's some kind of fucking weirdo, like, version also, of it. Also, for me, like, the entire any time spent on Earth in this movie is just like get me the fuck off Earth. Like I don't want to be on Earth. Like I hated all the like the beginning of this movie. It was like why am I not in space? Like why are we doing something cool? And like like guys is, is we are cool. doing something cool, TJ. We're setting up the story. I, I guess are you though? Uh, yeah, I will agree. You can't you can't have space taxation without Earth <laughs> representation. <laughs> 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 oh, that was a good one. Um, 
I will disagree with Goggs because he sounds like he's like dogging on Ballot, Ballot, Ballad, whatever his name is. His whole getup, his his base, like Apocalypse or wherever the fuck he lives, looked awesome. Like I love that. I thought that shit looked cool as hell. Uh, all the space stuff I loved. I, I didn't like the aliens. Like I said, I felt like the aliens were like hit or miss. I don't know, man. I'm a big fan of the fucking, like, the dragon Nazis. Like, I, I thought they looked cool. I thought they looked kind of tacky. I, I don't know, but I liked all the designs. Like, I thought the ship designs were interesting, too. Like, ship design's tough in science yeah. fiction because you've seen, you know, we've seen so many. But I thought those ships looked cool. I liked all the... I, I, I like the fighters and all the other stuff. Like, that stuff was great, but I just... God, when they start talking, I'm just... My eyes, like, glaze over, and I'm just like... Just... I don't... I don't care. I hated the boots. I'm sorry. I hated the fucking boots. The boots were fucking stupid. I hated the boots. I would have thought you would have really enjoyed that Terry Gilliam scene, just like... No I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, like, kind of... But, but again, like, that scene is wrapped up in all the fucking bureaucracy that I hated in the rest. Like, I don't want all that... Like, I visually... But it's not, like, Brazil fun, right? Well, like, visually, like... it, it looked great. Like, and I love the design of that robot that Goggs was making fun of with, like, the half a face. Like, that was a cool design quirk. And that actor, I thought, was fun. Like, there's a there's a little fun exchange where he runs into, like, another model of him or whatever. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed that. But, like, that whole scene was, like, the, the plot of... Uh-oh. We lost Sean. But anyway, I'm sure he'll come back. But that whole plot for me was just tedious because it's just like, well, you got to You didn't bring your your driver's license, so we need to get your your gorble glops like registered under like hebel gobble code nine. And like, okay, like I, I, it felt like a two minute joke that went on for ten minutes. I was like, all right, like let's let's move on. Um, uh, maybe let's Sean come back, Sean. Uh oh. Maybe they lost the internet. Maybe DeSantis took away Sean's internet because he's half brown. Uh-oh. He's gonna stop teaching CRT at his work. Oh <laughs> damn! Sean's always teaching CRT. That son of a bitch. Um. Anyway, the uh, the sister, Baron and uh, what's the other one's name? Balum and Kalik. Balum, Kalik, Titus, Titus, Kalik. She was in. I was just looking up her IMDb. She was in Possessor. You guys probably recognize her from that. She was in Possessor. Oh. Hmm. I don't recognize her from Possessor, but I have to, I have to rewatch it. I don't remember her in that. Tuppence Middleton. She's very yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, that's a hell of a name. Tuppence. Yeah. Tuppence. Uh, it's beautiful. Beautiful lady. Uh, but, uh, and yeah, I, I never watched any. I think she was in one other Wachowski thing, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Let me text Sean. You guys keep talking. Alec, uh, we always overpower you when we, we won't shut the fuck up. The floor is yours. I thought this movie looked like the design of everything I thought was incredible. I loved it all. I loved the ships. I loved the, the character designs. I loved Channing Tatum's wolfism or whatever. <laughs> what did they call him? A lichen lichen something. Or lichen like, something. Or yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I love that his name is Kane Wise. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's his name? Sean Bean is Stinger Apini. <laughs> like, come on. Like, the names are great. Now, what was Stinger? What was, what was Sean Bean? Why was he assigned to Earth? 
I think they was said he exiled? I, I thought they said he was exiled there okay. for some reason. No, yeah, he well, no, wasn't it because it was tied to Channing Tatum, right? Like Channing Tatum like bit uh an elevated or whatever they said, and I think Sean Bean was his like commander or something. And they both got exiled because of it. Like Sean Bean didn't sell Channing Tatum down the river. Something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't know. There's too much plot to remember everything. There really is too much plot. Stick with it. It's it's got a lot of plot. <laughs> it's got a lot of plot. Um, it does. I but hope, like, I hope Sean's okay. I texted him. He hasn't texted back. He might not realize he's disconnected. He's just talking to nobody. That would be funny. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Guys. Gogs. If we replaced. One character in this movie with Dave Batista would have made it Ooh, better. Good if Eddie question. Redmayne was good Dave question. Batista, if Eddie Redmayne was Dave Batista, then this movie is is a triumph. <laughs> as long as he's wearing tiny glasses and fun robes, like, yeah, I mean, they replace Jupiter Jones with Dave Batista. <laughs> yeah, actually, just yeah, that yeah, and then, then the romance between him and Kane Wise. I'm here for that. I'm going to be 100. percent I'm going to put it out there. You're going to keep it 100. Uh, Channing Tatum is bringing his A game in this movie. Like he's legitimately trying. He's the only person in this movie that I thought was really acting. Really? I did. Like I thought it wasn't good, but Eddie Redmayne was acting his ass off. Eddie Redmayne was. I don't know what he was doing, but he was doing something. He was trying. He was giving it a million percent, a thousand percent. Yeah, like I, you cannot say that he was not giving effort into his, yeah, into his role. Now I don't know if it was like I don't know if it effort paid off, but yeah, he was he was doing something. He was doing something, but whatever. I thought I changed him. Was like, oh, he's kind of like for being like a like a flying, you know. Skateboarding Wolfman, he's kind of nuanced and subtle and fun. I liked it. Yeah, um, I liked the scene God, after I... they after they found out that Stinger had sold him up the river. And Channing needs help, so he goes to basically break him out of jail. And he's like, "Why'd you do it?" And he's telling talking about his daughter and stuff, and he's just like, "Well, do you owe anybody any money? Any other sick relatives? Anything else?" He's yeah. like, "No." It's like, "All right, yeah. come on, we're back." We need you. Come on. Um, yeah, he he reminded me of uh, fucking uh, what's his name in Crystal Skull. Uh, what was the name of the guy that that kept fucking turning on him? Ray Winstone's character, where he's mm-hmm. like he he like do- he was like he double crossed him like three times in that movie, and it was just like they kept bringing him back. I was like, oh gosh. Um. Anyway, I feel like it's five knuckle shuffle time, but I was kind of hoping Sean would pop back on. Oh, he's all right. Yeah. It's kind, of weird. it's kind of weird. I texted him. But uh I don't know. Uh what do y'all think? We should continue, right? Well, yeah, let's just soldier on. All right. Do what do what Sean would want us to do. I mean Sean's given this a ten, so if he doesn't I'd be shocked. He's no, he's probably giving it a nine. I don't think he'd give it a ten. Maybe he'd give it a ten. I don't know. He's been crowing about this movie for years. Uh but anyway, let's do five knuckle shuffle time. Hopefully, Sean will join us before we we stop recording. Uh, Alec, birthday boy. Uh, I've, I it's like a nine. I loved it. I thought wow. it was great. I've seen it before. I knew what I was getting into. See, I didn't know if you'd seen it before or not. I, I forgot if we had talked about. I know we talked about it, but I couldn't remember if you'd seen it or not. 
yeah, I knew what I was getting myself and getting everybody into. I'm really, honestly, I'm surprised at Gog's take. I, I thought this would have been like the beautiful, like not mine, the beautiful cynical dickhead, <laughs> the beautiful crazy mess that Gogs would love, like and forgive because everybody's giving it like a million percent. So I'm kind of surprised, but like I thought, I like I really think it's a it's a mess, but like it's oh, a it, fun yeah. mess. It's like the best kind of mess. It's not like a mess like the second and third Matrix movies where it's just like a boring or the or the last <laughs> Matrix movie. <laughs> I never saw that one. Ooh, but no, a don't. boring like no color, no excitement. Like there's shit going on in this movie. You might not know what it is and they might not know what it is, but there's shit happening everywhere. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Oh, I can't I can't give it a 10, but like I really enjoy this movie. Um and it's something I'll probably watch again at some point. Maybe I'll, in 10 years, it'll be my birthday pick again. Oh, there he is. You okay, buddy? Back. Oh, now he's muted. Sean. Sean. Alec gives it a nine. Thank you, Alec. Sorry, I just concerned about Sean's safety and well-being. And he has to know our scores at all times. Yes. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, there yeah, you are. Hey, you okay? Yeah, my phone decided it really needed to do a software update right in the middle of that conversation. Oh, that's nice. So, so we're worried about you. We're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Uh, well, you didn't miss much. Uh, we're into five knuckle shuffles. Alex just gave it a nine. Sean, what are you giving this movie? Oh, I'm giving it an eight. Oh, wow. I was wrong. I was totally wrong. What'd you think? I, well, you thought you were going to give it a 10, but then I was like, nah, you're not going to give it a 10. You're probably giving it a nine. So you give like, it an eight. I, yeah, I recognize it has problems, but I fucking love this movie, man. And like, it is, it's, I love it because it's weird. And like, it just, they're really going for it. And they're like, we have a, we have several visions for this movie and we're going to do all of them. <laughs> and like, like I know, um, TJ's uh, famous a hat on a hat. This movie is just a stack of hats. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> And, and to like, be fair, Sean, hat on a hat, I really stole from you. You say it yeah. more than I, but so yeah, it's not me. I just like it a lot. I use it all the time. But uh, it's fucking like uh, it somehow has like no substance, but it's like perfect <laughs> in like just how goofy it is. Like, no substance. There's nothing there. Like it's literally just Cinderella, um, like, but with like a dragon that fights and you have to go to hell and rollerblades and like we're just we're doing everything like it's it, it just feels like it's like okay they're never gonna let us make another movie so we better just do everything we got like they're definitely getting their shit in yeah and like yeah. after watching so many like and i don't want to you know just bash fucking contemporary movies all the time because that's boring but after watching so many like formulaic kind of uh big blockbuster comic book movies lately like this isn't that. Like it's do everybody's doing something, or even think, their own movies. I mean, that last Matrix, yeah. Matrix movie was fucking horrible. But like everybody's like very earnest in it. Like I think everybody's trying really hard, and I'm very entertained. And like I think the production design, when it's not like super flat and doesn't look like a fucking um like Neil Breen movie. Like there's that one bounty hunter that just has like some <laughs> shit on his head. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but like that wedding, I think is like a really like visually interesting fucking design. I don't know, man. I like this movie a lot. And like, I used to just like it kind of ironically, but like, I genuinely enjoy watching this movie. So like, sometimes it's just fun. It's fun to be just a movie, just a simple ass confusing movie about space taxes and bees and injunctions and fucking selling your eggs in the Russian mob question mark. And like, I don't fucking know, man. Like I, I have what I used to consider undue affection. It's a movie, but now I just have genuine affection. because It's fun. And sometimes like, I'd rather just be fun and goofy than like this fucking melodramatic fucking slog that you've seen 2 million times. So, uh, gogs. Any red main? One of the things I wrote that I didn't get to use was uh, poop it or descending. Um, I did. I tried. Like I was like, maybe this will be fun. And for me, this just it didn't it didn't do it. Like it took me two sits. Uh, Oh God, you watched this in two settings. I had to. Like I was just like I tried, and I just I don't know. It's over the top, it's wacky, it's a big swing, it's ambitious, but none of it landed for me. And I think I think part of it is the just like the fact that it was whoever said it was twelve hundred pages whittled down to probably two hundred pages. I mean that's that's not that's not just me talking shit. That's like legit like no. that's, that's that's like true production notes. No, like they, they had they had uh my they had a, a plan to make this into a trilogy. And uh, I think Sean Correct me if I'm wrong. This this was post Cloud Atlas, right? I think Cloud no, Atlas. This is Cloud Atlas after this. Oh, they really? wrote no, they wrote this while they were making Cloud Atlas. Uh, oh, because Cloud Atlas was like a huge bomb that they. I want to say for a while this was the uh, most expensive independent movie ever made, but I could be wrong. Yeah, because they, you know, obviously they they you know the Matrix made a gazillion dollars. Even the sequels made a lot of money, but like after that, like they they just kept making these really expensive bombs. And this was like, I think a studio was like, we'll give you money to make this one, but we're not going to, you're not going to make three of these fucking things. I just, I just, I just put a Jupiter ascending director's cut into Amazon to see if there was one. Yeah. And it just pulls up Dune. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't even say like, no, there isn't one. It's like, nope, here's Dune. Oh, that's that's so funny. I mean, yeah, I mean, there was a $210 million budget. Well, estimated between 176 and 210 is what they're saying. Um, but yeah, it's just, there's, there's just so much. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's too, it's too, it's, it's too much for me. It's <laughs> just like, it's too much. I, 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 it's like, and you're right. There's a bunch of stuff that would normally seem to check a lot of boxes for me. Just didn't do it. So I'm going to give it, I'm giving it a four, but because it's, it's ambitious and I like, Channing Tatum, but I hate Eddie Redmayne uh, and and the plot. So this is a, this is a this is a movie that we needed to watch together. I yeah, probably I this, probably, this did not benefit from me sitting by myself like I, in the basement. I feel like going, I would have had a lot of fun watching this. Oh, movie. I think as a group, this is probably get a, this is probably get a several point bounce. This um, is a movie like when you go to a buffet with somebody that doesn't care about your well-being where you're like, I'm going to get mashed potatoes and fish and a quiche and a chocolate pudding and this. And it's like, bro, get one thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a real grab bag. But uh, it's, it just felt like there's so much that doesn't get 
hammered out and you're just jumping. It's like real missing. It's like it's real missing, but real missing every other scene. Like, where did the rest of that plot come from? Do you guys remember the PlayStation 2 game Smackdown? The, 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 the WWE game? game? Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. You could create, like, a, a pump-up thing. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. But you could also take that and just pull out random sections of the animation. Right. So it makes your guy look like, uh, something out of a horror movie, like walking right, towards right, the screen. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of what they did with this, like the script. They didn't choose what they took out. They're just like, well, let's take pages 200 to 220. Gone. It's I jarring. It. I love the <laughs> it's the house on haunted hill approach, um, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. I mean, that's it. That's it for the. That's it for the kid. Uh, this is their. I guess maybe <laughs> their third. Their third. Their third best movie. I guess uh, like it's the Matrix, and then I turned out I didn't give Speed Racer four. I gave it a six. So it's this Speed Racer, or sorry, it's the Matrix. Yeah, I was gonna say how's the Matrix not number one. This. The rest. I haven't you seen Bound. Bound? I never saw Bound. I remember really liking Bound. I need to go back and read. Yeah, this is it. I am surprised that God doesn't like this because, like, like I thought you shared our love for like incredibly stupid shit. I do. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I don't like. like, I I don't love it either. So it's like two. It's it's, like yeah. Well, if it was in French, you would have liked it. Probably. Oh, yeah. It was, it, but there was more on wheel. Uh, TJ, your thoughts? Uh, real quick, Alec mentioned Dune, and I just want to point this out real fast because I thought it was funny. So I was at this this brewery yesterday, and um, you know they're they're uh, artisanal brewery, so they have clever names for all their beers. And um, they had one beer that was called the Spice Must Flow, mm. and they had another beer that was called Rebel Base. And I went to the bar, and I was like, oh, like it's all those two things. And I was like, oh, uh, that's cool. You got a, you got a, a dune themed beer. I got to get that. And the bartender's like, oh, we actually have two. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, rebel, rebel base could be that also. I was like, and I didn't say anything. And I was like, that, that's Star Wars. Like rebel base is definitely Star Wars. But I wanted, I wanted to be, uh, I was kind of proud of myself that I wasn't, I've grown. I'm not that nerd that been like, uh, actually, well, actually, you're wrong. You didn't like, feel actually them. Yeah, no, I was just like, yep, uh, yeah, okay. Because Star Wars is kind of a Dune ripoff, but anyway, I, I didn't even say I was like, oh, did yeah. you spit beer in their face? No, and <laughs> and actually, the spice must flow is delicious, by the way, very good. There was a well, as long as we're plugging beers real quick, <laughs> I had an oatmeal, like an oatmeal pie. Like, you know, those hand pot, you know, those yeah, like, oatmeal yeah. cooking deals. Yeah. There was the, the Black Flag Brewery in Columbia had something yeah. like it was an oatmeal pie stout or whatever. Mm. And I was like, how could this possibly taste? It tasted phenomenal. It was like a breakfast beer. It was just, it tasted as advertised. Strong recommend. I'll definitely drink that. Anyway. And, anyway uh, uh, so this is probably the most shocking uh, score. Um, this is getting a five for me. Wow, weird! I'm, it's I'm not, not forgettable. I disagree. Like I, wow. I, I like I watched this before and I completely forgot about. Like I remembered her being like a bee, and I remember Ed, Eddie Redmayne like yelling and shit. But like everything else just kind of went away. And I feel like in a week, like it's all gonna go away. Like I, I didn't enjoy it. But I also like didn't hate it and I, I didn't, it didn't elicit like, 
it didn't listen like like Gogs obviously had a lot like more passionate response to it than I did. Like I just thought it was kind of boring. Like I didn't like again like like we said in in the the show. Uh, I I didn't like all of the like the gobbledygook. Like I I just didn't care for it. Uh, the movie's not without its positives. Like I said, I think the I love the design. Like I I love a lot of the the design work, but the story. It's like Sean said, the story is, is nothing. There's like nothing to this fucking story. But like, don't let them tell you that. Cause like, they're just like, oh, and this and that. And this is why the dinosaurs went extinct. And this is why bees know who you are. And like, it's just shit that's like, well, and this is why the aliens can fucking re- like build fucking cities overnight. And like, like, I don't care about any of that shit, but like the Wachowskis care about that. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird. It's a very odd movie, and, like, I'd be fascinated to, like, watch the, if this even exists, I don't know, it probably does, but I, I'd love to watch, like, the director's commentary, because I'd love to hear their thought process behind this screenplay, because I bet that would be interesting, because I, it's just, I, I think that as filmmakers, they're interesting because, like, I don't, they don't really process movies like normal people. Like I don't, they, the way they see story structure in and of itself is very interesting to me. It doesn't work, but it's kind of, I, I, I respect them for being their own people. Like they, they like there's no studio notes in this fucking movie, right? Like they did completely what they wanted to do. And if there were notes, I would love to see them. Like if they, if they, if this is after being noted, God only knows what the hell the original was. If there's a documentary about how this movie gets made, I'd watch the Just hell out of that. A, give me a whole, give me a fucking, uh, what's the Freddy movie we always talk about? Never Sleep Again. Isn't that it? Yeah. Uh, it's like eight hours long. Give me an eight hour Wachowski documentary. Cause I bet it would be absolutely amazing to watch. Cause I, I, I don't really like, Aside from little snippets here and there, and it's usually right when the movies come out, I've never really heard them talk about their philosophies in filmmaking, and I bet it would be fucking super interesting to listen to. Like, I would love to hear that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't see, I, I know that, like, The Matrix, for a lot of people, is like a, a big trans allegory. I didn't see any of that stuff in this, but... I, I've seen plenty of YouTubes that say all their films are like super queer coded, but I don't know. Um, I just, this movie just didn't, didn't catch me. It didn't grab me in any way. I thought it was real dumb and it just, again, it didn't elicit, it didn't elicit, uh, any, any real emotional response from me. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's just kind of there. I don't want to revisit it. And like I said, this is at least the second time I watched this. I want to say the first time I watched it, it was on a date and the, the girl I was with wanted to leave. And I told her we weren't going to leave because I'd never leave a movie. And she was mad at me the rest of the day. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, she's not around anymore. So who cares? Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, five for me, dog. So that, that is Jupiter ascending. Now who's pick it, it would go back to Palentine's day. And whose pick is it next week? I have one. If if you don't, it's between who went already. Sean uh, went, right? Sean went. I had Who Framed Roger Rabbit in the queue. That's a really good one. I, I haven't watched it in decades, and I want to see what it's. I like. I really like that. I mean, mine's Tango and Cash. So I mean, I want to watch that too. 
But I really want to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think that'll be that'll be interesting to talk about too, because like I feel like I haven't watched that movie in I couldn't even tell you since I was a little kid. I loved it when I was a little kid though. I this is gonna disgust Sean to his very core. This is what kind of fucking nerdy ass little kid I was. I loved that movie. Like I was obsessed with Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and then I found out it was it was based on a novel. And I don't know, how old were we when Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out? That like, book sucks, by the way. Yeah. Well, imagine reading it when you're, like, nine. It was terrible. It was also, like, really graphic. Like, it's like a, like, it's written kind of like a Mickey Spillane novel. Yeah, it's a like, noir thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but, um, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was really bad. And, uh, but I read a whole fucking book when I was like a little ass kid. And I was like, this sucks. This isn't fun. <laughs> New Frank Rod Rabbit. And now I'm gay. Uh, 19, 1988. <laughs> I was like, oh no. My dad burst in my room. Now you're gay. Oh shit. He's right. Uh, but anyway. All right, everybody. That's the show next week. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Is that that might be on Disney Plus? I don't know. I think Disney owns the rights to it, don't well, they? Well, it does, but I think that's one of the movies they've kind of like acted like doesn't exist, if I remember correctly. If not, it'll be on the Plex. Get in the get in the Roger Rabbit habit. It is on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, sweet! Then I don't have to put it on anything. Everybody still has Disney Plus, right? I don't. Oh fuck! I'll put it on the Plex then. Get Disney. Thank Plus. you. You broke. No. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Alec, you got anything to plug on your birthday? No, just taxes. Yeah, taxes. taxes. I owe this year somehow, which is really alarming. I have well, no idea. Well, why don't you just schedule an appointment with the pain monster? <laughs> <laughs> that was for Alec. Uh, I love it. Uh, all right, everybody. Alec, uh, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, happy birthday, If anybody Alec. wants thank to you, mail Alec uh, birthday presents and birthday nudes, feel free. Uh, you can, and, uh, yeah, uh, bullholeradio at gmail.com. I think that's still the, the – Yep, mail presents to his email. Yeah. Yep. And Send you know, feet. Send feet pics. He loves no, them. just feet. Send feet. This is the feet. Send your bones. Any hawk will do. <laughs> Ladder bills. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Later. Bye, boys.